Chanukah Sameach. Happy Chanukah. Welcome to this special episode with readings for Chanukah. My name is Doron. I will be your reader today. Today is the eighth day of Chanukah, where we will be finishing up the story of 1 Maccabees, chapters 15 and 16. I hope you and your family have had a wonderful festival of lights, and that you have been inspired by the accounts of the Maccabees and their exploits. Here in the land of Israel, winter has already begun, the rains are fallen, and it's starting to get cold, and we're having a wonderful cozy time indoors, enjoying the Festival of Lights, and commemorating the heroes of those who stood up against injustice, who stood up against those who are trying to destroy the Jewish people. And by God's help, they experienced the wonderful miracle of the few against the many, and those who stood up in defiance against evil and saw the hand of God come and deliver them. So as I read this wonderful story with you guys, I hope that you will be inspired as well today to take a stand for justice and for God's word and for his kingdom in this hour. Thank you. 1 Maccabees 15 Antiochus, son of King Demetrius, sent a letter from the islands of the sea to Shimon, the priest and ethnarch of the Jews, and to all the nation. Its contents were as follows. King Antiochus to Shimon, the high priest, and ethnarch, and to the nation of the Jews, greetings. Whereas certain scoundrels have gained control of the kingdom of our ancestors, and I intend to lay claim to the kingdom so that I may restore it as it formerly was, and have recruited a host of mercenary troops, and have equipped warships, and intend to make a landing in the country so that I may proceed against those who have destroyed our country and those who have devastated many cities in my kingdom. Now, therefore, I confirm to you all the tax remissions that the kings before me have granted you, and a release from all the other payments from which they have released you. I permit you to mint your own coinage as money for your country, and I grant freedom to Jerusalem and the sanctuary, all the weapons that you have prepared and the strongholds that you have built and now hold shall remain yours. Every debt you owe to the royal treasury and any such future debt shall be canceled for you from henceforth and for all time. When we gain control of our kingdom, we will bestow great honor on you and your nation and the temple so that your glory will become manifest in all the earth. In the 174th year, Antiochus set out and invaded the land of his ancestors. All the troops rallied to him, so that there were only a few with Trypho. Antiochus pursued him, and Trypho came in his fight to Dol, which is by the sea. For he knew that troubles had converged on him, and his troops had deserted him. So Antiochus encamped against Dol, and with him were 120,000 warriors and 8,000 cavalry. He surrounded the town, and the ships joined battle from the sea. 
he pressed the town hard from land and sea and permitted no one to leave or enter it. Then Numinius and his companions arrived from Rome with letters to the kings and countries in which the following was written. Lucius, council of the Romans, to King Ptolemy, greetings. The envoys of the Jews have come to us as our friends and allies to renew our ancient friendship and alliance. They had been sent by the high priest Shimon and by the Jewish people and have brought a gold shield weighing 1,000 minas. We therefore have decided to write to the kings and countries that they should not seek their harm or make war against them and their cities and their country or make alliance with those who war against them. And it has seemed good to us to accept the shield from them. Therefore, if any scoundrels have fled to you from their country, hand them over to the high priest Shimon, so that he may punish them according to their law. The council wrote the same thing to King Demetrius and to Atalus and Ariathethus and Arasaxus and to all the countries and to Samus, and to the Spartans, and to Delos, and to Mindos, and to Sicyon, and to Caria, and to Samos, and to Pamphylia, and to Lycia, and to Halicarnassus, and to Rhodes, and to Phasalis, and to Kos, and to Sid, and to Arados, and Gorthnia and Cenidus, and Cyprus, and Cyrene. They also sent a copy of these things to the high priest Shimon. King Antiochus besieged Dol for the second time, continually throwing his forces against it, and making engines of war, and he shut Trypho up, and kept him from going out or in. And Shimon sent to Antiochus two thousand picked troops to fight for him, and silver and gold, and a large amount of military equipment. But he refused to receive them, and broke all the agreements he formerly had made with Shimon, and became estranged from him. He sent to him Anthenibius, one of his friends, to confer with him, saying, You hold control of Jaffa and Gazara, and the citadel in Yerushalayim. They are cities of my kingdom." You have devastated their territory, you have done great damage in the land, and you have taken possession of many places in my kingdom. Now then, hand them over the cities that you have seized, and the tribute money of the places that you have conquered outside the borders of Judea, or else pay me five hundred talents of silver for the destruction that you have caused, and five hundred talents more for the tribute money of the cities. Otherwise, we will come and make war on you. So, Athenibius, the king's friend, came to Ushalayim, and when he saw the splendor of Shimon and the sideboard with its gold and silver plate and his great magnificence, he was amazed. When he reported to him the king's message, Shimon said to him in reply, We have neither taken 
foreign land nor seize foreign property, but only the inheritance of our ancestors, which at one time had been unjustly taken by our enemies. Now that we have the opportunity, we are firmly holding the inheritance of our ancestors. As for Jaffa and Gazara, which you demand, they were causing great damage among the people and to our land. For them, we will give you 100 talents. Athenibus did not answer him a word, but returned in wrath to the king and reported to him these words and also the splendor of Shimon and all he had seen, and the king was very angry. Meanwhile, Trifle embarked on a ship and escaped to Orthosia. Then the king made Candibus commander-in-chief of the coastal country and gave him troops of infantry and cavalry. He commanded him to encamp against Judea, to build up Kidron and fortify its gates, and to make war on the people. But the king pursued Trifo. So Candibus came to Jamnia and began to provoke the people and invade Judea and take the people captive and kill them. He built up Kidron and stationed horsemen and troops there so that they might go out and make raids along the highways of Judea as the king had ordered him. 1 Maccabees 16 Yohanan went up from Gazara and reported to his father Shimon what Sindibius had done. And Shimon call, called on his two eldest sons, Yehuda and Yohanan, and said to them, My brothers and I and my father's house have fought the wars of Israel from our youth until this day. And things have prospered in our hands, so that we have delivered Israel many times. But now I have grown old, and you, heaven's mercy, are mature in years. Take my place and my brothers, and go out and fight for our nation, and may the help that comes from heaven be with you. So Yohanan chose out of the country 20,000 warriors and cavalry, and they marched against Sindibius, and camped for the night in Modin. Early in the morning, they started out and marched into the plain, where a large force of infantry and cavalry was coming to meet them, and a stream lay between them. Then he and his army lined up against them. He saw that the soldiers were afraid to cross the stream, so he crossed over first, and when his troops saw him, they crossed over after him. Then he divided the army and placed the cavalry in the center of the infantry, for the cavalry of the en enemy were very numerous. They sounded the trumpets, and Sindibius and his army were put to flight. Many of them fell wounded, and the rest fled into the stronghold. At that time, Yehuda, the brother of Yohanan, was wounded. But Yohanan pursued them until Sindibius reached Kedron, which he had built. They also fled into the towers that were in the fields of Azutos, and Yohanan burned it with fire, and about 2,000 of them fell. He then turned to Judea safely. Now Ptolemy, son of Abubus, had been appointed governor over the plain of Yericho. He had a large store of silver and gold, 
for he was son-in-law of the high priest. His heart was lifted up. He determined to get control of the country and made treacherous plans against Shimon and his sons to do away with them. Now Shimon was visiting the towns of the country and attending to their needs, and he went down to Jericho with his sons, Matityahu and Yehuda. In the 177th year, in the 11th month, which is the month of Shvat, the son of Abubus received them treacherously in a little stronghold called Dok, which he had built. He gave them a great banquet and hid men there. When Shimon and his sons were drunk, Potomi and his men rose up, took their weapons, rushed in against Shimon in the banquet hall and killed him and his two sons, as well as some of his servants. So he committed an act of great treachery and returned evil for good. Then Potomi wrote a report about these things and sent it to the king, asking him to send troops to aid him and to turn over to him the towns and the country. He sent other troops to the Gazara to do away with Yohanan. He sent letters to the captains asking them to come to him so that he might give them silver and gold and gifts. And he sent other troops to take possession of Yerushalayim and the Temple Hill. But someone ran ahead and reported to Yohanan at Gazara that his father and brothers had perished and that he has sent men to kill you also. When he heard this, he was greatly shocked. He seized the men who came to destroy him and killed them, for he had found out that they were seeking to destroy him. The rest of the acts of Yohanan and his wars and the brave deeds that he did and the building of the walls that he completed and his achievements are written in the annals of the high priesthood from the time that he became high priest after his father.